Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Because Bachelor's loading on up on us. Loading on up on us. We're loading on up to you. (laughs) (laughs) Loading on up on up. It's week six, baby. But it's in the same week as this week. (laughs) I know. So that's a little confusing. It's just like the second half of week six, which is just like the next day. Um, Something I very much appreciated was Hannah Ann being like, oh my God, I've been dreaming about this for like the past six weeks <laughs> lol that's kind of funny pointed it out I, this is the most i've ever liked her i know this is a good episode for hannah ann uh but it I starts agree. off first with mckenna trying to uh i guess state her case for why she ended up doing a mini cocktail party and the girls were really not having it at yeah. all victoria f called her a weepy sad <laughs> wet hog and said if peter liked you he'd make time for you and he doesn't <laughs> Um, she which is while so, she's like what what kind of mean girl is she because it's interesting she's not like Regina jo- Regina George would be like oh my god I love your skirt where'd you get it like it's couched in weird stuff like that she's just outwardly mean but to Peter she is really like she's her her voice go gets really soft and she cries and she's like I can't and she walks yeah. away from the table and she's like I don't deserve him and I don't I mean we can we'll get to her a little bit later but um I think she I think you're right I think she's a mean girl who knows how to manipulate men <laughs> mm. I think that's the kind of mean girl she is I think she actually is probably I think uh, uh, uh Regina George is her closest so all of her drama has not spilled but I like Wait, I, what do you mean? Remember how like I was like all of Virginia hates her. <laughs> oh, so last like, last week. Yeah. So like, as in like a few days a few ago. Days ago. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a double. Just doubling up this week. Um, she I, I, I know the general idea of what happened and I don't think it's going to be revealed on the show. Wait, what do you mean? Somebody told me basically we're like, I can't wait for like the true her to be revealed hashtag. And then she like called her name. Well, what happens that doesn't happen on the show? She's outside of the show, a homewrecker. What? Yeah. So that's like what's happening in a world in like the world outside of the show. So I don't know that any of this is actually going to be revealed on this season. Like in real time like it might on like AFR when like all, women tell all all of that but I think it's like a Garrett situation where like when he was like liking racist and like homophobic stuff on Instagram we all knew about it so she but they wrecking weren't talking homes in real time <laughs> I think like before she went on the show and I and I didn't deep dive into like who it's with but she's like known to break up marriages <laughs> marriages yeah 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 Oh, you know, I'm not surprised. <laughs> She's such a seductress. Not to say there's whatever. I, I think that's a derogatory term used against women. Um, but but she totally is. But, <laughs> 
man yeah wow victoria f you are gonna get old someday um just keep that in mind <laughs> <laughs> oh depressing she's almost 26 That's oh she my said. god i hated that depressing. conversation <laughs> oh man okay well hannah ann has the date and uh this was a real showing of you need to cry for me in order to prove your love for me but that's situation what colton did the same thing colton was like i only love you unless you shed tears it seems so much uh, why am i so much more aware of it on this season okay though? because peter loves drama he freaking loves it well he definitely rewards it you think he loves it yes because he's literally making out with madison on the steps and she's just like oh who cares everyone's screaming he goes no actually i want to go see (laughs) like he said he did that (laughs) he stopped making out with her (laughs) he likes it he likes it i think it's a lot of it stems from an insecurity and he's so you know who peter is macbeth Oh, is he? Is he <laughs> Scottish king Explain, for all the theater managers please. in the house? I feel like this is the definition of a self-fulfilling prophecy. I think Peter is so afraid that he's going to fall for somebody inauthentic that he obsesses about it and he puts all of his energy towards it and therefore is probably going to end up with somebody that's inauthentic. I don't know who it is, but he's so obsessed with it to the point where um, I think women... Uh, keep getting rewarded like bad behavior keeps getting can i ask you a question Mm -hmm. do you see any of these girls being the bachelorette nope none of them i I, don't want to follow any of their journeys not right so like who well i think a few of them auditioned for it this week i think a couple of them did yeah but I would not be pleased to watch any of them. No, I don't. I'm not in the, which is so crazy because usually it's bountiful from the previous season. Oh my gosh, usually it's hard for the, for the women. It's it like, it's hard to pick a bachelorette because there's, there's so, so many, many options. Choices. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, they're going to have to pick from outside the well. I don't know who, um, but sort of what I was saying before with, oh, sorry. How he, um, no, but <laughs> no, it's good to know. It's good to talk about that. Um, is, uh, because he's so insecure about finding someone inauthentic, he thinks if a girl cries for him, that that means she likes him. Mm. Which is probably why he like likes Kelsey so much. And mm. um, yeah, I also okay. did. You also that. notice when he asked Hannah Ann what her goals were, she just like responded with a poem. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, about shallow waters, and she needs to go deep. <laughs> Right. Yeah, she basically was like, modeling's not a job. <laughs> and I was like, that's... <laughs> and then she ended with a soliloquy about shallow waters and, yeah. and how she wants to go deeper. So she didn't really answer the question. <laughs> I also think it was like... I like that question, though. It I was feel like a, that'd be a fun date question. What are your goals? Oh, wow. Well, it's a, da- it's a date question. If you like, are, what do you do for work? <laughs> It's a day question if you're looking to enter into a serious relationship with somebody. Right. Or start a future with somebody. He also got really insecure that she's never been in love before, which isn't her fault. And so she had to cry for him in order to get him back in. I don't think that it's a big deal. I think that if like I maybe I'd be a little insecure if you've never had a relationship that like and then you were gonna get like married right away or like engaged in six weeks or whatever like that's maybe an issue because it was like 
okay, you've never dated anyone. And then you think that in six weeks you're going to know who you want to marry. So like that might be a thing, but I don't know that the like never being in love thing is like a big deal to me. Like she dated someone. She knew what it was like, like what it means, like being a committed relationship. Yeah. It's not her fault that she didn't feel a certain way. Also, yeah. she's 23. Like <laughs> you shouldn't all, marry her because she's 23. Not because she's never been in love before. So young. I'm, I, I, I know that we like have talked about this at length, but I, it actually is starting to like hit me how young these girls are. I mean, fresh out of college and Peter is like 10 years out of college. Mm-hmm. Like I, mm. I almost 28. I don't know. When do you graduate? Years, six years. <laughs> Five or six years. Out. I guess. Okay. I don't know. It feels weird to me that like a 20, I don't know. I've just been dwelling on it a lot ever since we talked about the life stages thing. Mm-hmm. Like why didn't they get like 25, 26, they got instead 22, 23, 24. I don't know that like, well, probably because he's a younger bachelor. I think like, I don't know. Right. But I also just don't think that people want to like, for whatever reason, like the show has evolved into something else and they're just, they're yeah. not going to treat it practically. They're just going to be like, well, what's going to yield the best drama? I think that this is a season. I've, I've, I don't think I've ever seen a season like this ever where every contestant is like, so disliked by society (laughs) and all like we feel that everyone's a villain we don't want anyone being the bachelorette it feels like more so than ever these girls are actual puppets like more than ever to me puppets are just mean like I I've watched the show for a long time now and yes it's crazy and yes there's always like inner drama within the house but I haven't experienced the levels of meanness on. Yeah. And I, and you know how obviously everyone knows how much I love the show, but the season's killing my spirit a little bit. I know. Well, I also do think that the show this season is being like overly produced in a way because it's all very obvious. Like, th- like the drama is happening because of what the producers are throwing in there. Do you think this has to do with Alon exiting like there's just new leadership yeah it definitely could be but like the Chase Rice thing like it it, it, was it was great and it was fun but it was very clearly set up like there was no there was no like mystery behind that happening and even like Champagne Gate Pillgate is maybe the only thing that like organically came up but like I do feel like like Alaya going out for a day getting her phone reading up all the drama and then throwing her back in like there's something about it that I I feel like they're not even like trying to like pretend with us anymore they're just like throwing grenades in every chance they get maybe i hope they swing back the other way because again we don't want it to be drama list but it's like it's so saturated with negativity that i'm just bummed out after watching these episodes i'm the only friendship i like now is hannah ann and kelsey and i don't even know what that's about <laughs> i love it came out of nowhere because like, we're, right. we are in the final six we are in the final six. Hannah Ann, Victoria F, Madison, Kelsey, and Natasha, and Kelly. And can you honestly say any of these girls seem to like each other or are friends with each other? Kelly's the only one who seems like she's friendly with people. Yeah, but I think that there's a difference between like friendliness. Like usually we see BFFs for life forming at this point. Right. And the girls are leaning on each other. Yeah, no one's going to be in anyone's wedding from this 
And I think this crap it, I think a lot of it has to do with their age. I do. Like I think they're always this crap. Twenty two and twenty three, an abundance of them. I don't I, I think it's usually around like twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, but to see so many twenty two, twenty three year olds a lot like most of them it feels over like i think that might have to do it i mean right kelsey hannah ann uh kelsey's 26 mckenna she is yeah yeah i thought she was younger no i think she's i think she's a little bit older but mckenna and hannah ann madison she's 22 yeah poor Uh, natasha like she's probably just like kill me now she should just go home I don't know. I I like her, but I like what she must just be wanting to blow her brains out being in that house right now. <laughs> I mean, she she is oftentimes like the straight man in the situations. Like she was the voice of reason during the McKenna Tammy fight. She was one who was just like it seems like Tammy's more interested in mm. cutting girls down in front of Peter than she is about advancing her relationship right. with him. Um should, before we talk about McKenna and Tammy, should we talk about um the group date? <laughs> Oh, yeah. See, this was the only time I smiled because they all went into the cocktail party and they were like, I actually had a really fun day today. And I was like, oh, thank God. I know. I got a little relief. I will say I got a little sad when they made Kelly the grandma. It felt like it was a not they made the 27 year old the grandma. Yeah. But she like just took it in jest and like made a funny joke about oh, how was she was so Gil. funny. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to I'm going to go off script and I'm going to make Peter carry me. And she literally said the words incest is best. No, she was great. It was a really, really fun day. And uh, but uh, again, like uh, in general with these like group activities, my brain kind of gets a little bit sleepy. And then I came back online when uh, Victoria P sat on. Peter's lap and kissed his hand I was not expecting the exit Um, I think she's one of two girls that really was auditioning to become the bachelorette tonight Um, yeah I I mean she was just very much like don't walk me out I can walk myself out I am a powerful independent woman and I I feel like her and my Kenna like are using like the Hannah B strategy but the difference is Hannah B was genuine (laughs) Well, it just worked because they, yeah, exactly. Hannah was just, if they had been authentic to how they felt in that moment. I mean, it did, was kind of funny when she was like, can I get a cab? Oh, yeah. Um, no, that was, can I like get a car? <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I know that that feeling though when it's like if somebody tells you that they're you know it's not gonna go forward and you're just like okay i just gotta get myself. i just like need a new burn i just need to get myself out of here <laughs> she's like i'll call it myself peter do you have a phone can i just call an uber <laughs> and then the next day i'm like oh i should have asked more questions uh right but i can't reach out now i said i would never speak to him again <laughs> maybe i should have asked more questions <laughs> i hope she plays back the tape and knows to never kiss anyone's hand ever again that was truly disgusting it was like Addy, uh, Addy, your dog licking. <laughs> it's like watching Addy lick somebody's hand. <laughs> My dog is a licker and he's not even shy about it. He'll lick his butthole in front of you and then go sh- right for your face. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, Classic. <laughs> which is exactly what we saw Victoria P. do. Um, yeah, so at the end of the day, I guess they just like set this up. So they start setting up the Tammy McKenna drama and... Tammy just seems like she likes to 
poke and do whatever she can get to well, get a Well, Tammy ride. calls all these other girls insecure, and her actions to me feels like the most insecure way that you could behave. She reminds me of like a child serial killer, like <laughs> killing a cat or something, or like just like seeing like a child sociopath, like seeing like what it will do to like get a react. What you can the farthest you can go to get a reaction out of somebody. Is this a thing? Child I, cat serial killers. Well, a lot of serial killers are like known to kill animals growing up, and then like, like when you're a sociopath and when you're a child, you just like to create chaos and destruction because you like, you like are excited by the reaction, but oh don't have my the empathy. God, <laughs> I um, had no idea to process it, and that's what it kind of feels like watching Tammy. <laughs> with McKenna it's just like she's like um it feels like she's almost like I'm bored today because McKenna was kind of like you know what I had a really good day today she was like oh really you had a good day today <laughs> you would say that you had a good day today but you weren't even playing yourself like you were you were in a script like uh, yeah right because all those girls were such good actors <laughs> right and it was just like okay I'm not I didn't think McKenna handled this episode amazingly like I obviously she had quite a speech at the end. Uh, I thought she was auditioning for something. Uh, it felt like crappy sides for like a USC I student think film. she was trying to audition <laughs> for The Bachelorette. Uh, it Ugh. was... Could you imagine a 22-year-old Bachelorette? I mean, would these guys be 18? Like, what? <laughs> if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have found my voice. She's going to go to a frat house. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> if she's the bachelorette. Yeah, maybe. I just, uh, the thing is, like, Tammy was so awful that she made McKenna likable. Or not likable, but sympathetic. I, yeah, I mean, I did I did feel bad for McKenna because she was being, yes, poked and poked and poked and poked, but... Like a ball. <laughs> she still has an Olsen quality about her. But I'm just like, just give her a couple years to cook. She'll be fine. I think she will be. She will be fine. But yeah, she needs like, that's the thing. They're playing this like Hannah B. Like, I know I'm worth it. I found my damn voice. Like, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, before we get to the infamous two-on-one, which was... <laughs> oh, yeah, which was 15 minutes long. Uh, Victoria F. got a second one-on-one. I love... I, I have to say, I love when girls or guys, whatever, bachelor, bachelorette, get one-on-ones before other people... Get their second one-on-one before other people do. <laughs> because then it's like all these other people that haven't gotten them are just like, it's okay, like... I'm like, I feel like really confident about where our relationship is. I'm like, you should not feel confident. I just like it. I'm like, I like when they make it really clear. I like you. Right. (laughs) And if you're one of those girls who's not getting her second one-on-one, just like hang on for as long as you can and have fun with your girlfriends. You know, just impossible in this group. uh, You're right. Um, Yeah, she does her like, I can't. What is this? Is it just her way of like getting chased or like manipulating men into falling in love with her? I think that, okay, I think then this is like going back a few weeks, like a point you made about her. I don't think she's ever had to like work this hard for affection from people. And so, like, I don't think she genuinely knows how to, like, speak and cry, like, in front of people. So, like, I I, I think she's clearly not ready for marriage because she told them that. 
I don't know. I don't buy it, honestly, because like I think getting a second one on one before half of the cast has gotten one one on one is like the ultimate validation that you could have. And she also gets group roses constantly. But she seems to be crying because she's like, I don't want to get married or she just likes having him chase her it, it just be. to me it just there's something it just feels manipulative to me like i don't know i think she likes the idea of somebody in the same way that like peter needs people to cry for him i think she likes the power of having somebody grovel for her yeah that's my instinct that's probably true i think victoria f is obsessed with power yeah she's probably like not even like consciously doing it at this point it's just like a part of her yeah because at the end when he was like she's like i don't know i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying and she's like i don't know if i want to be here and then he's like well will you accept this rose she's like of course peter yeah i know i she was like she was like i'm literally not ready to get engaged but yeah this is what this is how i learned that she's homewrecker from my friend that let me know and then on Twitter people were like oh she's not ready to date Peter because he's not already married lol (laughs) well I think there is a trend of people who like go after people in relationships and I think like the constant is you don't want to be those people don't want to be in a relationship um Mm, but with her it feels a little bit insidious it feels like she needs to be um like, especially if she's going after her friend's husbands, it feels like she needs to be the one who's like fawned over and worshipped by all men. Like, that's yeah. how she like gets her power. I do hope she gets a hometown because I'd really like to meet her family. Mm. <laughs> Very interested in that. Yeah. I don't know. It's Every- scary. It but is they scary. all are. <laughs> There's just like a darkness about her that really terrifies me. Like I'm scared out of, everyone. of all of them. All of them. I'm yes. like shaking in my boots scared of all of them. But Victoria F is a little bit more savvy than somebody like, like Tammy, who just <laughs> is just like bluntly bad at this, you know? So I like, I think that what Peter did is so wrong and how he sent Tammy home. And then like 30 minutes later, like made my Kenna think that she was like totally staying and he liked her. And then like 30 minutes later, Why sent her home. Why don't you just send them both home? This happens. This happens all the time. They send two people home at once. We see it constantly. And also, that date card was so condescending. Enough is enough. Like you're not their fucking dad, Peter. Like, and also McKenna actually hasn't been fighting with Tammy. Like Tammy was fighting with Kelsey as a, like up until five minutes ago. Like, (laughs) I don't know why they, I'm sure, again, I'm sure it was produced that he had to do this stupid two-on-one, but it was like, just send everyone home at the rose ceremony. Just send everyone home at the rose ceremony. Yeah, again. Don't even do a cocktail party, because you clearly didn't need one. He's making us sympathize way more with McKenna, like, because there's no way that you can't feel bad for her in a scenario where she feels safe with him and he's saying things like I trust you like yeah. of course you think you're gonna get the rose <laughs> if you're going into the rose ceremony after not oh gosh after not eliminating her this episode was frustrating yeah I, I was like annoyed watching it everything that happened it'd be like what yeah <laughs> out I loud I could not <laughs> believe Sydney went home um truly appalled 
I thought he'd send Natasha home. He doesn't even really know her that well. <laughs> well, yeah, we haven't seen any screen time with her. Like, she's just the voice of reason in the background narrating we everything. We never see him with her. Sydney had this one-on-one a couple of days ago. Maybe it was two days ago. Yeah, he was literally just saying, I want to be the guy for you to, like, help you get through these hardships a second ago. And he was making out hard with her in the nurse costume. he's losing his mind. Yeah, and he's bringing the rest of us down with him. <laughs> I jaw to the floor when he sent Sydney home. Could not believe. I thought she could have gone to hometown. Me too. I thought she could have gone to fantasy suite easily. Yeah, well, I mean, he did tell her she was the best kisser, which I bet the girl he picks is really going to love. <laughs> he, I think he's losing his mind. Yeah. He, that he, head injury really <gasps> effed up his frontal lobe. Oh my lobe. gosh, you might be right. Yeah. It's probably why his personality changed and he became like a hard ass this week. <laughs> he, the only thing I do agree with Victoria P is I'm worried about him. I worry about his choices. <laughs> so she said, because I worry about your choices and I, I do too. Yeah, that's a really good thing to say on your way out too. Yeah. Oh, I love, <laughs> there's nothing better than a girl that just got dumped dropping a bomb. This happened to Colton. Colton. And, Colton. and every time Colton sent a girl Sweetie home, they'd, they'd get in the car and then they'd turn around and they'd be like, just watch out for yourself. <laughs> That's happened with Peter a few times now. I like that. I just like, in general, I'm getting burned out. It's really... By, like, yeah, this group of people. I really I really do think that they screwed up this season. I, I think they screwed up with the casting. I think... Yeah, I, I I think they're messing up. I don't know who I want to continue on at all. Like, I, I don't mean, even... at this point, it's like, I don't know any. I literally could not tell you anything about her other than she plays basketball. But like Madison, because I know nothing about her, seems like the only logical choice. Because like Kelly's like too good. She needs to go. Yeah. Because she, she needs to find like a regular person. Like she's too good for him. And then like. Madison and him just seem to like be in love already and she she just seems like nice enough. <laughs> She's nice enough. I also just because the how low all of the girls have fallen in my opinion, like Hannah Ann maybe. I like I she's right and she was like your number one she was public enemy number number one one. and then it became Victoria P and now it's Victoria F um that's how it's shifted for me like now I'm like oh no Hannah's great (laughs) I know that's how low I that's how low it's gotten for me but like Hannah seems like a hero can you imagine any of paradise is going to be disgusting could you imagine any of them hanging out with the current Bachelor Nation. Like, can you imagine? And maybe Kelsey I could see fitting in. Like, could you see like Caitlin Bristow, Ashley I, like Becca Tilly, like taking in any of these girls and being their friends? Not really. And like, no. And uh, Becca Kufrin has been like on record being like, these girls are freaking vicious yeah she was like peter was dealt a really hard hand <laughs> i know um also ashley iconetti uh famous crier ashley iconetti because uh the women are so vicious about showing emotion on the show yeah she she wrote uh, a really nice post on instagram about uh, it yeah i'm trying to pull it up and my computer's being slow but essentially like the shape of it is like uh oh actually i think it's uh the sh- uh, sorry uh the shape of it is like 
it's a strong trait to have to be vulnerable enough to show who you are. And if that means crying, then you should be proud of who you are and how strong you are to like express your yeah, authentic Tammy self. Being like, don't lead with emotions. My kind of being like, don't lead with anger. You're nothing. I'm everything. I'm everything. <laughs> that was just such, it felt like watching two kids on a school trip argue with each other <laughs> on a field trip like on the bus on the way home i'm pretty sure you and i had that exact fight i'd come home and i'd be like oh. and then she said i'm nothing so i said i'm everything <laughs> sorry we had that exact same fight before when i was like when uh maybe i was 10 and you were six and even then it feels too old <laughs> <laughs> This is what Ashley's post says. Being emotional doesn't mean you're insecure. Being emotional in front of others doesn't equate to an emotional breakdown, emotional instability, or being nuts. Crying doesn't make you a child. Strong women cry. Women should be proud when they are comfortable enough in their own skin and in touch with their feelings to express their emotions in whatever way feels natural to them, as long as it's not harmful to others. And she tagged Kelsey and McKenna in it. And I thought that was a really um, beautiful outreach to them. Yeah, but I still don't see her like being friends with them. <laughs> Maybe Kelsey. Maybe Kelsey, but yeah, I I just don't see these women like fitting in in Bachelor Nation. Well, that's because like every and everyone said and no yes, one, of course no there is like drama, him. but the girls always seem like friends. And the guys always seem like friends. Yeah, no one likes each other. No one really seems to like Peter that much. Right. And well, Kelsey does. I yeah, Kelsey does. I yes, she does. I don't. I <laughs> yes, she I does. think that they like making out with him a lot. I think. I think I, Sydney did. Yeah, Sydney probably liked him the most. I don't really think that they real. I, I am not getting like lovey vibes from any of them except Madison. Oh, Madison definitely seems to. Madison, know. that's it. I I don't think anyone really likes him that much. All right, Peter. You heard it here first. Gotta pick Madison. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm exhausted. Oh, I hope everyone sleeps for the next five days. Good luck. Everyone enjoy the weekend. Oh, you kick it. your feet up. <laughs> T-G-I-F. <laughs> um, thank you so much for tuning in with us for our second day this week. Uh, we really appreciate appreciate you. And also, before we said our uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday, excuse us, um, we said that we were on um table flipping podcast um and that episode just dropped today so definitely check that out it's really really check fun it out, check it out um and okay any uh, anything else you want to say before we head out um no <laughs> strong women cry don't leave condoms in your car <laughs> good night bye. or good morning <laughs> whenever you're listening to this see you later bye Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.
Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with grills for hands, or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, it happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Collectors Club, you're, you're here to, to believe, believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.